Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. Hello. I'm Naomi. And I'm Danielle. I'm Naomi. <laughs> Sorry, I went Italian there. <laughs> Mamma mia, this is a bitch. Beach. A podcast where we bitch about The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, even though they're not doing Bachelor in Paradise this year. And I was talking to people about this on my Discord that I reckon Bachelor in Paradise is the best of all three. Yeah. Because it's, it's where... It's definitely the most interesting because they can date other people. And there's per- people with personalities actually have a chance to, like, find each other. Yeah. You know? Because The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, they're always boring. So the interesting people have to go on Bachelor in Paradise to find each other. <gasps> can you imagine Dolphin Man and Brittany? That's what I've been saying this whole time. Have we talked about that before? We've talked about that before or I've messaged other people about it as well. Who as are you me. messaging... I've got other friends, Naomi, but I'm not going to mention them to you because I know you get jealous. I don't get jealous, just wondering. I don't care. I don't care if you have other friends. Oh, why would I care? <laughs> I'm cool. I'm normal. Um, now, well, it's the Bachelor in uh, Bachelorette finale week. Yes, we're at Hometowns Part 2. Oh, baby. Oh, baby, yes, we are. And we are starting with... Oh, sorry, should we not just get... Should we ask how each other are? Oh, how are you going? Um, (laughs) Great. As you know, uh, I've woken up today with incredible, like, glowy skin. I mean, I have have had a moisturiser to it and I've done my eyes, but (laughs) I, I genuinely cannot believe... You know when you look at yourself and go, wow, you should be a model. What? what? <laughs> you are absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> I, I've got skin like that Is there today. a mirror right there? Are yeah, you there looking is. looking in the mirror as you do this podcast? You I didn't mean freak. to. It's just there. Yeah, the no, mirror's just there. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to catch at... you the whole time staring at that fucking mirror. <laughs> I'll turn it away. I'll turn it away. <laughs> I've got it so I can't look in it now. <laughs> I've got on red now. Naomi, you've made me embarrassed and ruined my beautiful complexion. <laughs> Um, no, I don't know what that's like. I, um, famously nothing will fix my skin except my doctor suggested I do a, get this, healthy diet. What the fuck? <laughs> fuck, oh, are you serious? Stop eating saturated fat and processed sugar. <laughs> Excuse me? So now I have to eat healthy for a month. You honestly, though, you'll be, you'll be fine. You ordered your, you foods or I got my, you did? I got my, well, we won't say any brand names. Sorry, you got your. Um, I got my generic. I got my unnamed brand of uh, prepared meals coming in the mail because I think at twenty seven it's time I face it that I need to find other solutions because <laughs> I am so bad at food 
at preparing food, at planning food. I cannot fucking do it. So I think it's just time to face facts and just... We did... I always get confused because I never see you eat, but then whenever, like, we have you over for dinner, you eat everything on the plate. It's like, it's not a... It's not like you don't have hunger. (laughs) It's just that you do not make food because you are lazy. Yes. And you and Jono are very good at cooking. I'm also, I'm very picky, but you guys are very good at cooking. So whenever you're like coming for dinner, I'm like, cool, I'm going to enjoy it. Well, I think we do sort of like more basic. We do quite do. basic stuff for you. We always just do like meat and veg for you. But it's, in, but it's good. In, it's got good flavor, you know, because even meat yeah. and veg, I could be turned off if it doesn't taste that good. But, you know, you, you, you do, you got, oh. We did cook a great steak. You did cook a great steak. I don't even like steak. But I was like, I know that I don't like steak because I've had it and it's been shit so many times. But I knew you would do it right. And then, of course, I come by and you've you've got a sous vide and that's how I find out what a sous vide is. Yeah. And John, I made a red wine jus. (laughs) It was beautiful. I I mean, it was, is that what you call the gravy? Yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) That's what we call that. (laughs) Right, 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 right. The stuff in the and thing. I made some okay. beans that I overcooked because of the goddamn Google Home gaslighting. I you. told you exactly what was going to happen that I was going to set an alarm and it wasn't going <laughs> to remember my alarm and then it didn't remember my alarm and it proved my point that it's gaslighting me. Oh, it was very funny to watch you just be like, "Hey Google, when's my alarm supposed to go off?" <laughs> Wait, you can do that in the app. <laughs> Sorry, my phone <laughs> responded. <laughs> um, no, it says it says um. It says, sorry, it looks like you don't have an alarm set. And then I say, hey, Google, when's my timer set for? Because I think maybe I've asked it to set a timer. And then it says, sorry, but it appears that you do not have a timer set. And then I freak out and look in the oven and things are overcooked. Oh, my God. That was still tasty. We essentially lived through hell. Yes. (laughs) But but lovely to hang out and we watched um, the... The amazing movie, the amazing film, sorry. Uh, I, I'm i in love with a church girl. Yes. Starring Ja Rule. And the lady from Cheetah Girls, a- Adrian. Yes. She- Adrienne. Yes. Um, who dated Rob Kardashian in season one of Keeping Up With The Kardashians. Yes. Um, she played the church girl, um, the titular. Uh, and uh, it was amazing. I, we highly, I would say we, as a podcast, highly recommend that film. Yeah, we had a lot of fun watching it. There was a lot of fun characters where they're clearly not used to acting and that's quite fun. I love watching in in movies where like it's clearly like not professional actors or people who aren't who aren't getting roles in big time movies. Mm. I do like watching like the, you know, the side cast act while somebody else is talking. Like if there's yeah. a posse of people and there's <laughs> a, like two people talking, whatever their facial expressions are doing around <laughs> that is usually good to keep me going through a movie. Yeah, they're um, what we call in the biz, we call them 50 worders <laughs> because um, they're saying 50 words or less and they're not as important. There you go. You learn something new every day. Yeah, um, which is very funny to me when I found that out because I like to treat people with respect. But just so you know, that's happening behind closed doors. They're ranking you based on the number of lines you have. <laughs> to all actors listening, um, anyway, guys, it's the, it's 
It's all right. The Bachelor. Come on, let's get it together. Everyone, grow up. It's time for the finale week. Okay. Yes. Um, we just saw. Um, um, Becky had just um told Shannon, "No more. I'm done with you. I don't care if you're a good person and also hot. You have to go." I cannot believe this. So I cannot believe that the. So, the bald man who seemed quite nice, who made Italian Sam. food with her, Sam, I think Sam should have been the winner of the season. Yes. He should have been the winner. He seems like nice, well-rounded man, not got any... I mean, we don't know about his emotional trauma, but certainly he's got more... So, so there's so Becky's options for the final two are Steampunk, mm. who's 20... Six, a bunch of years younger than her, mm. younger than us, and then also Pete, who is separated one year from his wife, who he was with for twelve or thirteen years. Yes. He's not ready. Let's get real. He's not ready. Let's let's get let's fucking get real for once in our fucking lives. He's not ready. He's not ready. Then you have steampunk. Yeah, who's steampunk? I cannot. Steampunk hat. Steampunk is a fuckboy. Let's. That's yeah. the truth. He's not. He's not ready for a relationship. And who came third? Oh, Shannon. Right. Shannon. That's yeah. Who we, we got? Who? Who she let go last episode? <sighs> okay. Let's start hometowns part two. Part two. Fraser and Ellie are going on a hometown date. Yeah. Fraser, they're kicking a footy about, but he makes Ellie get into the same. Off-brand footy outfit as him. <laughs> it's cute. They're matching. Ellie, Ellie just keeps talking about how heartwarming it is that Fraser is letting her into this part of his life. All they're doing what? is kicking a fucking footy around because he likes AFL. <laughs> this is not a part of a man's life I care to be interested in. No, no. I think maybe I've talked about this before. I had a boyfriend who played footy like just recreationally. And we were together for nearly two years and I went to two games. Yeah, I don't think I would ever go if... if it was only, And it was only like when he was like, why don't you ever come to games? And I was like, oh, I never thought about that as something you would want. Or so, and, and like all the girlfriends go. <laughs> why? It seems like it's just like the boys hanging out. They're not professional footballers. Yeah, but then not thinking back, I don't even think he was friends with any of them. What was he doing that for then, if it wasn't for friendship? Some people just like playing sport, Danielle. I, I know, it's crazy. Baffling. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> but anyway, it never occurred to me that I would have to go to that. And then I said, I'm going to go get a boyfriend who um, doesn't kick a footy and instead just cooks pasta. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, uh, so there, Ellie's very happy. Yes. Around Fraser. I don't understand why, really. There's no, like, there's nothing to it, I don't think. Oh, yeah, I, I don't understand either. Um, Fraser says he feels like their hearts are touching. Beautiful. And then I guess I guess she just, talks to his family. I don't, I haven't written down anything. Literally just this morning, like when, like you just said, he said that their hearts are touching. This morning I put my head on Jono's chest and it felt like I put my head right on the wrong spot. Like his heart was beating, but I had my head like my ear like right on the heart. So the heart felt like it was like pushing my head and it grossed me out so much and I had to jump up and get away. 
It freaked me out that I was, too, I was too close to an organ. Yuck! Blood and guts right near my head. What the fuck is that thing in your chest? <laughs> um, well, yeah, I guess you'll never know what true love feels like then if, you, if you're afraid of hearts. Well, yeah, well, sorry, I don't want my inside heart to be touching somebody else's inside heart. You just gotta press your chest's, chests really close together. Yeah. Which is what they were doing on that freaking footy field, eh? <gasps> fucking mosquito. Fuck off. Get it. It's. Oh. Oh. Anyway, so um, Ellie starts. I'm just doing this while I stare at a mosquito. Ellie starts crying at the end of the date because she's so. She's clearly. She goes to say. I swear she says, I'm falling. I can see myself falling in love. Yeah. She said, um, she said, I can see myself falling in love with Fraser and I think he could fall in love with me or something like that. Mm. Anyway, I think then, she's in love with him already. Then they go, she's definitely in love with him already and that's why we know from this point on exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then um, they... Uh, good. They're doing like the the hometowns from the batch pad or whatever, and um, they're skyping. And what the they, the producers have done is they filmed the scene of um, Ellie and Fraser having a chat. And uh, Fraser says, "Oh, like my mum's like a traditionalist. Um, we can't kiss in front of my mum." And then the producers have made it so the screen is clearly black so that they can't see that their mum and brothers have already are already seeing them and then they do big smooches <laughs> in front of mum and mum Lorraine is not about it she's like yuck no good yuck that's so funny um and then the mum asks to talk alone to Ellie and um Fraser's mum it can't she thinks the concept of the show is weird people dating but she's acting like the bachelor and the bachelorette are the only dating shows that exist on reality tv reality tv is mostly dating shows and it's been around for forever because remember those shows that were way back when where they'd have like blind dating on tv where it'd be like a lady and three men and the separation between and you have to pick a b or c like that one been around for bundy was on was he on one of them yeah did he murder the lady no no i don't i don't know if you won but he oh. was he 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 is hot. Unfortunately, it is unfortunate. I'm not going to start, you know, bowing at the altar of Ted Bundy. But I understand. I understand why people who are not thinking logically would. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he's hot. If I didn't know that he murdered a bunch of women, I might be attracted to him. You know what I mean? But again, yeah. then I know he is a serial killer. And then I'm like unattractive to me when someone is a serial killer. Hot take. <laughs> hot take. Um, serial killers not hot. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, Ellie's mum says she's. Ellie tells Fraser's mum Lorraine that she actually is struggling with dating multiple people. And then they have to go down that conversation about like, are you on TV for fame? And Ellie says that this is not a path for her to TV fame. She's after happiness. Mm. But um, I also think, like, that's, like, I don't think The Bachelor is the easiest way to find love. And I do think it's something where it's like, there's nothing wrong with going on these shows for TV fame. You can say that. 
Yeah. You can say I wanted it. I wanted to hopefully meet my life partner and also to get heaps of Instagram followers so that I can <laughs> live off that. That's fine to say. You can say I wanted life to be a tad easier. You're allowed to say that. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say that. I would if I was on the show. <laughs> yeah, I'm here because I want to sell some shit and get some money. All right. That's what I do if I was a bachelorette girl. But let's be real, I could never go on the bachelorette. I'd be one of those ones that had the do 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 do. Yeah, we know that well. As soon as I they make in. you talk about dead pigs immediately. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't let Ellie. Let's. No, but Remember? Ellie's Ellie's wife material. You are not. You'd be the boop boop boop. You'd get dead pig. You'd get the dead dead pig edit. I wouldn't talk about it. I'd try and do. I'd try and do the best I could to not be weird on the show they'd get it out of you they would get it out of you 100 that would be their number one job would be oh you're producing danielle yeah great get it a dead pig please <laughs> and you wouldn't be able to resist uh i can't help it sometimes can i it's oh it's too big a part of my life anyway the mum asked would you move to queensland mm. and because the mum for mum mum is angry because she couldn't possibly go to Newcastle or whatever, which I don't think is that far away. Um, mm. And yeah, she she's not she doesn't want him to move away. I understand, you know, maybe you don't want your kids to be too far away, but also Ellie's got family as well. You know, I think you got to think about it yeah. a bit. Anyway, uh, Ellie says Fraser reminds her of her dad, or that Becky said that, and then. The mum likes that. I'll be grossed out by that personally. If somebody said that my partner reminded them of my dad, I'd probably have to break up with my partner. Absolutely. I'd be like, yuck. No, yeah. thank you. That's fucking gross. Um, then I've written the note, I zoned out. And then <laughs> then it's Becky and Steampunk. <laughs> Next yeah, you, I mean, you got more, more notes than me. Uh, Becky, it's Becky and Steampunk. It's time. It's time for their hometown. Um, and Danielle, take it away. <laughs> I just took away the whole last section. Yeah, but I have barely written anything. Okay, so Becky's Becky's concerned because Adrian, <laughs> aka Steampunk, is four years younger than her. Yeah, she should be concerned because honestly, he seems like he's like twenty two. Yeah, he doesn't Not- seem like a ready to settle down twenty six. No. Um, Becky wants to see if Adrian's family think he's ready for this. And then, so we're going to meet um, older brother, mum, and their friend via FaceTime. But we're going to meet, in real life, Steampunk's little brother. Mm. Now, if I was young still, if I was like 21, 22, I would be very attracted to Steampunk's little brother. I think he's cute. Wow, really? Yeah, I thought he was a little Wait, the cutie. little brother or the older brother? The little brother. The older brother, I hate. Brother. I... What? This is exactly the type of boy I would have had a crush on when I was 18. Tristan? Who the fuck is... Who the fuck... I've missed this completely. Oh. He was in real life with them. I don't recall anyone being there. Okay. It's well, amazing it how little I've absorbed from this. It, do- it doesn't matter. It was just saying who teenage. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember him now. Yep, 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 yep. Um, now uh, the the brothers are chatting in the Zoom call, 
with the mum and the they say like which one do you think he's gone for the older one or the younger one and the the brother the older brother says oh i reckon he's gone for the older sister because he likes cougars first of all um, 30 being a cougar rude very rude <laughs> very rude secondly i think randomly does bode well for steampunk <laughs> yeah because they're like that she's his type yeah, not just, oh, he's gotten through somehow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly did not see this coming. I thought he was skating through by the skin of his teeth just being somebody who she didn't even realise was there. Yeah, no. And then suddenly he's in a hot tub with her <laughs> and Becky's looking at him like she wants to fucking destroy him <laughs> and I'm... <gasps> baffled because this woman this adult woman who looks like a woman she looks like she is gonna start going to suzanne gray and have a baby anytime soon she does not look like she should be with steampunk this is not a couple that matches up i'm no. baffled by it anyway we're whatever. just supposed to pretend the hat didn't happen we're just yes. supposed to pretend that we're he never didn't mentioning come in the hat again in the hat um and then so becky and um, the little brother. So Adrian's been catching up with his family mm. and he says he's gone for the older one. And then Becky and Steampunk's little brother walk into the shot and Becky sits beside um, beside Steampunk and then Steampunk's brother sits awkwardly behind them on a stool. <laughs> um, exactly like when you and Mark came over and <laughs> you, me and Mark sat on the couch <laughs> and then... Um, John thought his best vantage point for the TV was to sit on a stool behind the couch until we said, that's weird, John. Go sit on the other couch that's a bit to the side. It's sit fine. next to us. Don't sit behind us. But it wasn't a stool. It wasn't like, it wasn't a stool because a stool makes it sound like it's higher up and it would, it was a chair. No, yeah, it, it was, was just, a, a, just chair. a chair behind the couch. <laughs> Same eye level. <laughs> Absolute freak behaviour. I like to think he was just trying to be closer to me. (laughs) (laughs) He was behind me. Oh, no, and you. Yeah, he was sort of in between us. (laughs) I guess, like, so he could get his head to see it. But I guess he is just taller, so he could see over us all anyway. (laughs) Absolute... It's insane. Anyway. Anyway, it's fine in the Bachelor world, apparently, to pop somebody behind. Well, they've they've got a frame up in the Zoom screen danielle that's true come on um and anyway all the older brother has a chat to becky and then becky talks about her life and then says she's got a dog and he asks her what the dog is and she says like oh it's like a cavoodle cross a havanese i think she said mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. and he says oh so it's a little yap yap dog and he was real dismissive of her and was like like adrian wants like a real dog he okay like okay dog. i saw this danielle and i swear he was like laughing. He was like, oh, so it's a little yap, yap, yap dog. Ha, ha, ha. And then they cut to a shot of Becky, clearly from a different moment because he was laughing. I'm sure she was like, ha, 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 maybe, or ha, 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 no, it's all right. It was just ha, 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 ha moment. But the shots I had of Becky was that he asked her like, what, what is, um, uh, when are you going through menopause or something? Like that is the way, the look on her face. It was insane to me. And then he's like, oh, Adrian wants a big dog. Ha, ha, ha. And she was just, like, distressed. There's absolutely no way. Sorry, but there's no way that that was how that actually happened. Well, I felt like it was dismissive. But that's also because I, I worked at a dog boarding kennel and I feel like people were always very dismissive of little dogs. And, I mean, uh, to be fair, 
I love big dogs. They are my favorite type of dog. When I I want a big dog, um, but also little dogs have personality and heart too. They're not just little yap yaps. I think I'm just used to people saying that about Tarzo. Tarzo's not a yap yap. He's a roof roof. Yeah. <laughs> That was a good impersonation. Was it? Of Tarzo? Yeah. Ruff, 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 ruff. yeah. It's like ruff. he doesn't know what's happening all the time. <laughs> he's just he's just doing dog question marks into the air. Um yeah, I I was in what, did that happen fucking this morning? I'm trying to remember I was in bed and Mark was doing a podcast or something and Tarzo was and Mark was just making noise and then and then he went woo, 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 like pretending to be a dog and Tarso like like he like jumped up like it was an actual dog. He <laughs> uh, was like, holy shit, there's a dog in here. I used to do that to um my dog. I don't know why. I just wanted to see if um Duke, my so I've had three German shepherds. Andre was my first, then mm-hmm. Duke, then Sarge. And when Andre died, I just wanted to see if Duke missed Andre as much as I did. So sometimes I would say, Andre, Andre, like I was calling Andre to see if Duke's ears would perk up. And they did. And I did feel bad. That's fucked up. Yeah, I felt bad. But I just wanted to see if he also missed him. Like if he had a heart or soul. Just like how I would play dead sometimes to see if they would care. Did they? Yeah, they gave me a sniff. (laughs) And then they were like, you're clearly not dead. (laughs) And she's doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> don't know. Don't go up to her. She's doing it again. Don't don't <laughs> give her the time of day. For fuck's sake. Um, and then mm. the older brother has done some snooping online. All mm. the producers have told him. I don't know. Whichever. That maybe um, Becky broke up with, like he says, uh, there's stuff on the internet. It says that you broke up with um, your boyfriend to come on this show. And then Becky very openly and honestly answers, I think she answer, handles it very well. She said, yes, she was dating someone before the show, but the opportunity came up and she really wants to settle down and find her person and she just knew that that person wasn't her person. Yeah. That's how she says it. And I thought that she handled it very well. Yeah. Um, and said that. And then um, Adrian tells Becky he wants to lock her down. He absolutely does. Well, it's just, they made it seem like Adrian's brother was going to have all these questions and would have done his research and would have all this information. But all he said was, did you have a boyfriend? That was it. And then she's like, yes, but I broke up with him. And then it's like, like, oh, oh, stupid. Sorry. Stupid to me. Um, anyway, I think Adrian is falling in love. Yeah, I I think he is obsessed with Becky as well. Which is I don't understand this coupling. If somebody had it just makes, said it doesn't make any sense. If somebody had put like a lineup of people in a room and said pick the couples out, like I would die before I would put those two together. Yeah. Yeah. Why? It's not that no it's not the age difference because the age difference is and if it was the other way around, we wouldn't even be talking about it as an age difference, I think. No, it's not the age difference. It's that Becky looks like like, she looks like a very, like, like just like a well-put-together lady who mm. likes to go to brunch on weekends or whatnot. And Steampunk looks like a man who likes to be in the gym and then 
go to grimy nightclubs until like 6 a.m. And also is wearing a steampunk hat. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they don't. But I think she wants she wants that, man. She wants to party. Yeah, steampunk goes to foam parties. Yeah. I mean, have you been to a Big foam time. party? Yeah, at schoolies when I was like 17. Yeah, they're fine. I didn't like it. I just remembered being the whole time being like, I'm going to get sick. <laughs> I'm going to get sick. This is bacteria. I'm going to get so sick. Most of my schoolies, me and um, Helen went to schoolies together, my friend, and um, we were with two of our other friends in like this little bungalow and they were disgusting boys and they used all the pots and pans to the point where I came home one day and one of them was boiling two-minute noodles in the kettle. And no. it was horrible. And then also we got so sick by like night two and we were, we'd booked in for seven days. By night two, we were done with partying <laughs> and we booked a reef trip. So we went out to the reef um, one day snorkeling and then the next day we went to a to an island and because that was part of the deal. But the island was just like a like a rundown hotel. So then we, we just found a piano in there and Helen played the piano because we were in a, the school band together. And so we just played our repertoire of songs that we knew from the school band, which was a, <laughs> um, it was a Catholic school band. It was, um, no. And so we just played like shout to the Lord on the piano because <laughs> we, we didn't really know any other songs that, that we could play along. Hell yeah. Um, and then um, your little church freaks finally bust out. <laughs> I've I I don't know why what we were doing. I went to Honestly, schoolies. I went to the Gold Coast when I was seventeen. I was just thinking like, why did my mum let me do that? I couldn't go to any clubs, and like I wasn't even gonna try because I looked like fucking twelve. Yeah. What? I was so stupid. Why? I still. I'm like, why did I? All my other friends went to Torquay, but I decided with these other friends to go to the Gold Coast, and I had a UTI the whole time. Uh, and I was like embarrassed about having a UTI because I'd like just started having sex for the first time and then my boyfriend went to Italy for three months oh my god that's funny oh my god my high school boyfriend was obsessed with Italy I forgot about that (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny he was like obsessed we had this exchange student called from Italy called Giovanni and I think he was legitimately in love with him that's funny I just had a connection to Italy Huh? Was he Italian, this boyfriend? No, but he was... My boyfriend wasn't Italian, but he was in love with the Italian exchange student. Hmm. I think. Interesting. But, um... Anyway, so I was just, like, in Gold Coast, depressed because I was, like, so in love for, like, the first time ever, ever. And then just because I just started fucking, I had a UTI that I was too ashamed to tell anyone about because I was, like, 17 and embarrassed instead of... If it happened to me now, I'd be like, pissing again. Still got a UTI, by the way. Um, <laughs> but back then, you feel shame for anything. And so I'm sitting there, like, crying with a UTI on the Gold Coast while my oh. friends are in a nightclub. What a terrible way to spend my time. Did I tell you about the time I thought my sister had a really bad UTI? Because there was just, like, cranberry juice in the fridge for, like, three <laughs> months. Just always, like, liters of cranberry juice. And there was always, like, bottles that had been thrown out. And I was just, like baffled because I was like you need to go and like get a cream or something like, I, you need to a sort cream? that I don't know I've never had a UTI antibiotics Danielle antibiotics I don't know a cream I'm, I'm, I don't know 
I'm you one of those stick it up near urethra. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm one of those lucky angels who's never had a UTI and doesn't know what oh, the treatment is. Fuck you. I but, wish someone had fucking warned. No one warned me. We people they better be teaching this in sex ed. If you've got a fucking vagina, you've got to piss after. I was so pissed off that no one told me that because I was like, because like my mum knew I was having sex because like I'd gone on the pill, and I just one night I was like, I feel like. Mum, I keep feeling like I need to pee, but then there's not, there's like, there's no pee. And then she's like, ah, well. <laughs> and like, what? And then my sister, it was a very nice moment for me. My sister, actually, she just sat next to me while I was sitting in bed the night before I was going to the Gold Coast. With, she bought me like a huge jug of water and I was just sitting there sipping it. <laughs> Real bonding moment. That's nice. Peace um, after your fuck. Yeah, but I thought I thought my sister had a really bad UTI because it was like months of this cranberry juice, and then I just found out she was just having vodka cranberry, and <laughs> I had created this whole thing in my mind that she had the worst UTI known to man for three months and hadn't done anything about it. No, nah, I was oh, very God. confused. Also, if you have a UTI, go to the doctor. Don't just yeah. drink cranberry juice. I like I said, that's what I would have said to her had mm. I known. Mm-hmm. But you know, anyway. Next up, Ellie and Adam. Um, Adam, beautiful Adam, is at the oh, beach beautiful. and he's gonna t- he teaches Ellie to surf and then they kiss. And Adam he's has so never so beautiful. He's gorgeous. But oh he, my he's God. he's never introduced anyone at all to his family. Mm. Um and Ellie asks if Adam is ready for a serious relationship and he says yes. But okay, so this is what I'm a bit I think I think Ellie should have maybe broken up with him before um, she met his family. You reckon? Yeah, because I think that's like, um, I think if you, I think she knew that she was going to break up with him. And I think it's rude to like be the first girl somebody's introduced to their family and then break up with them immediately. Yeah, but like I think... I think she, that might have been the plan, but I think she would have actually felt unsafe around James, <clears throat> around Jamie. Remember him cracking the shits? Jamie? Like, you don't want to lead the guy who came forth. Come on. Oh, the annoying yeah. The one. Yeah. The one who was cracking the shits all the time. Yeah. I think oh. he just had to fucking go. Yeah, no, but I mean, I think she could have, like, um, broken up with him at hometowns then before meeting his family, like when he said that stuff. Like, you know, like uh, how, like, like Shannon, how Becky broke up with Shannon because she didn't want to, like, take him back to the mansion and do all of that stuff. Like, I think they could have done that. I think the, 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 they would have loved teasing that on the, like, ads and stuff or whatnot. It would have been a fine way to go into the finale. As opposed to the weird rose ceremony where they make Becky give out roses still, even though we know <laughs> that she's got to give 100% of her roses to 100% of the people. Um, yes. Well, anyway, she does meet the family. Um, and then they... Is it Adam's brother? Is he the one sitting? Is it Adam's brother and sister or is it his brother-in-law? I have no notes for this. I zoned out. Oh, okay. They, they, they gear it up like he's going to ask some intense question and then he says... Has Adam, the geologist, rocked your world? <laughs> <laughs> and this is just like, oh, for fuck's sake. Um, and then um, 
And then Adam's sister sits down with Ellie. This is the one part I paid attention to. We're so good, Danielle. We make up yes. one full person's worth of work when we work together. <laughs> um, <laughs> work. <laughs> We're doing the work. Um, Adam's sister is, like, asking Ellie questions. And then she's like, can you see a future with Adam? And then Ellie doesn't really answer. She's like, oh, you know, it's really tough with all these people. I'm finding it really hard, but, you know, just trying to get through it. Adam's so lovely. Do you think he's ready for a relationship? And she's like, hmm, you didn't answer the question. I mean, yeah. she doesn't say that because she's really polite. So she's just like, ah, la, la, la. And then later she's like, hmm. <laughs> um, and then, um, so it's like, you can tell he's doomed from that point. You can tell he's fucking doomed. And, um, and then Adam's like, I've got to work. I know I'm shy, but I've got to work up the courage to tell Ellie that I'm falling for her. And then we see them and Ellie's leaving and they kiss. And he's just like, you can tell he's trying to say it, but he can't. He can't do it. Yeah. And then he just like lets her walk away. And then he looks like he's filled with such regret. And then, of course, we go to the rose ceremony. And he, poor Adam does not get a rose. Poor Adam. And Ellie's fucking crying so hard when she's saying goodbye to him she's like yeah it's such a beautiful because <laughs> she's made the wrong decision and she knows and she knows and i said i said i'd be i'd cry too if i had such terrible tasted men that's what i've written yes. <laughs> <laughs> like bro i'm sorry like everyone loves who they love right okay you can't you can't do anything about that um but but why? <laughs> but why? I just, what? Like, I can understand. I can't. Sorry. I was trying to <laughs> empathize there. I couldn't. I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm sorry. I just. No, it's bad. What does, what does Fraser have that that Adam doesn't? Uh, Adam's hotter? Yeah. And he's smarter? Well, they're, both, they're both hot. I think they're both and hot he's enough caring. to be. Yeah. Well, I think Fraser's probably caring. Yeah. But Adam has a has I feel like he has a personality even though he's shy. I like I don't I I think Ellie doesn't understand. like a shy man. Though. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's she fine. Wants, like, you don't you don't have to like a shy man, I guess. She wants like an <laughs> alpha even though that's like the most like but she doesn't want like because you can be an alpha you know, in both. We both can, have alphas. You can be okay, alpha so in a lot of different <laughs> ways, but I think she wants the typical like rugby league alpha. We went for quirky Italian alpha. Yes, that's what we want. <gasps> that's the best alpha, in my opinion. I, my you know what? Opinion. I wouldn't call Mark an alpha. I would call Jono an alpha. <laughs> yeah, he does like to be. Um, I don't know what the word is. Antagonistic. Antagonistic and sort of um, assertive. Openly confrontational. Yeah. <laughs> he's fine with For it. It's no honestly reason. his favourite thing. Um, but yeah, Mark, not confrontational at all. At all. In fact, comes home with stuff he's bought at the shop because someone said, would you like to buy this? And he just has to say yes. Oh, no. Mark's... Oh, my God. Um... <laughs> It's the finale now. If we've made it to the finale, guys. Can you believe it? I can't. I can't either. We open oh with God. Joey and Ellie who go kayaking. Yeah. And Joey says he can't see his life without her. And then they smooch on the kayak. That's all I have written for this date. Um, Ellie says she can't fault him. And then I've said, oh, this is mean. <laughs> I wrote... 
but name one attribute he has. <laughs> I said she just wants someone like her, and I guess that's fine. But they are unremarkable. It's just boring to watch. To I me. don't know if I don't know if was Joey drunk when they were filming the like the scene around like the nighttime scene or something because I could he was slurring his words. Very badly. Oh, really? I don't know if he was sick or something or really drunk because I could barely understand him. I don't know. I was baffled by he it. He does say, I'm falling in love with you. I can feel it. Good. Cool. Yeah. I like I like. I can feel it. I think that's actually yeah. a nice thing to say. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. I think Poetry it's a nice thing motion, to say. Um, but we know with how Ellie's been talking about Fraser we know what's going to happen yes um, and now I, pe- I, I want to point out I did you have the finale for Becky spoiled for you yes so did I so let's just spoil it now I had the whole season spoiled from night one really yeah well Jono always tells me what the who the betting favorites are oh that's just who he won <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> But it's interesting to watch it through that perspective because then I'm like, how are you going to get there? Right. Okay. You know? So um, so, so we know we know that Becky chooses Pete. Mm-hmm. And what we also know before going into this is that Pete broke up with Becky a week later. I did not know that. You didn't know that? No. What happened? What the fuck? They, you didn't know they were broken up? No, he broke up with her a week later. So they spent three days together after shooting the finale. And then they went back to their homes. And they were supposed to FaceTime. And then like four days after they got back, they finally FaceTimed. And he was like, I can't do this. Okay, Pete. What the fuck? And he's like, I'm just, the spark isn't there or whatever. Okay, you had, you had so long to figure that out. Right? And apparently he said he, he started feeling it at hometowns. Well, then break up with her. Let exactly. Her a, she's got a spark. She's with, fucking sitting there crying over who to choose. Which we'll She get went into with in a her moment. head, not her heart. She should have just gone with steampunk in this case. Exactly. So I'm going into this finale. Oh, my God. Now, suddenly I'm team steampunk. <laughs> this is crazy. So my review for this episode is, is keep that in mind. So your review for this episode is through one of those thick purple steampunk lenses. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm seeing the world through purple purple coloured glasses. (laughs) Um, So, uh, now, Pete and Becky go skydiving for their last date. Yes, they go skydiving and, sorry, Naomi's texting at the moment. Um, I'm writing that down as the title for the episode because I thought it was funny. Oh, I, I also wrote it down. Okay, great. So. I wasn't texting. I'm not Danielle okay. Walker. Okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> they go skydiving. Although I did open Sephora before, but, I, but then I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I did. If you heard some tippity typing on my little, on Mark's mechanical keyboard earlier, that was me looking for dry texture spray for my hair. But it was only because I was looking at your hair and I was like, imagine if I made an effort. Well, it's the first time I've made an effort in months. Hello. And you look stunning. You look stunning. I'm going to, okay, well, I don't know what the fuck you just did then. I don't know. I undid all of it. Sorry, I'll go back to normal. 
<laughs> no, I think poke your tongue out and cross your eyes like you just did. I think that was good. Um, so they, so Becky and Pete go skydiving. Becky is afraid or Pete is afraid. One of them is afraid and then they skydive and it's fun. Yeah. I can't um, even tell you which one was afraid. Pete also says that he's self-sabotage in relationships. Yeah, Becky needs reassurance because she's like, I don't know how Pete feels. And she's like, I feel like I don't know if you have your walls up or if you like me. And then he says, I get to a point in relationships where I like someone and then I find a reason to not like them. Hmm, interesting. Uh, in hindsight, knowing what we know, oh no. <laughs> Becky, you fucked up big time. I can't believe this. I can't, no, 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 it's not just Becky because remember we're, we were like, choose Pete. Yeah. We were like, don't choose steampunk. Are we going to have to be like from now on, don't ever pick the guy that they've edited to seem like the nice guy in the show? Maybe well, maybe Adam's going to be a fuckboy on Bachelor in Paradise one year when they bring it back. Nah, sorry. I can't believe that. Okay, I can't well, believe that about Fraser. I mean. <laughs> what? <laughs> Adam. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Continue talking about this show. I. I. All right. So. So. This is major red flags, right? Fucking disaster. Anyway, cut to Ali and Big Fraser. Time. Last date, they're together in a bath outside. They love an outdoor bath on this show. Must have one every season. They do. It must be in the contracts. Um, this is, I wrote down because I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but if you said to me, what type of bathtub do you want to be in the one I'd pick the least would be the one that's in a paddock on a farm and the reason for that is those tubs are either used for like a feeding trough or a watering trough for livestock or one of them the one for my granddad the one of my granddad's we use it for shaving the hair off a dead pig so that you can when you roast it the crackling's good so there's no hair in the crackling so what wait, I'm saying wait, is wait, 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 I'm not I'm not hopping in a farm wait. bath. How do you shave a dead pig? Okay, so you you kill a pig and then <laughs> um what we do is we <laughs> So um we sort of like um you Grandad has like these two 40 gallon drums and the bottom one he sort of cut out and he puts a fire in there. Yeah. And then the one on top of that he puts water in and then he has a, a hose that he connects from that to the tub and we put the pig in and then we fill it up with like scalding hot water because that'll open up all the hair follicles and then uh. granddad sharpens a knife real sharp. He like he always sharpens his knife and then tests it on his arm and if it cuts the hair off his arm then it's really sharp. And so then he'll uh. um will he'll do that all over on the pig to get all the hair off the pig. How do you think you get pork belly? And it doesn't have hair on it. Somebody's shaved the pig. Yeah, no, I've never thought about it. Yeah. Because uh, I'm, I'm a city girl in the big smoke. Did I tell you about one of my friends who... Um, I do think it's funny that you were like, I wouldn't talk about dead pig and somehow you've gotten a dead pig. Oh, well, come on. Got to get there somehow. Anyway, <laughs> but I, I think I've... Have I told you before about... Um, one of our friends, he got... Uh, he bought a piece of pork belly from the shop and it had a nipple on it. Because obviously it's the pork belly, so oh. yeah, there's going to be ones with nipple, but I hadn't thought about that. That's really. fucked. That would fuck me up. I should be vegan. 
I'm sorry to any vegans listening. I know you're like, if you're grossed out by that, don't fucking eat it. And I know, I know. I'm sorry. I will eventually. <laughs> Fuck. Um, okay. okay. Ellie doesn't want to do long distance. So they need to work out is, is she going to move to Brisbane or is yeah. Fraser going to come to Newcastle? Yeah. She's like, I need, Ellie needs reassurance from Fraser. The difference is she gets it because he is very reassuring to her that he wants to be with her. Um, and then Ellie starts crying again because their connection is so special. She's so in love with this guy that she just yeah. keeps crying about it. Which yeah, is nice. she really likes him. And that's, you've got to follow your heart. We know that now. you got to follow your heart. Fraser did say something that I th- I think was definitely meant to be very sweet, but to me I didn't find it very sweet. He said, you know, I always said the next person I meet I'm going to settle down with. And to me that's Ugh. like, I know it. <laughs> I know what he's saying is um, the next person I'm going to get into a relationship, I want it to be the You're last be one. Sure. Yeah, but in my mind... When I think it is just like, you're just like, whoever come, whoever I meet, you're the lady forever. <laughs> Whatever the next one is, I'm just going to marry her. I'll just marry her, that one. No, that's not what he means, Danielle. I know, I know that's not what he means, but that's always what I interpret those things to mean. That's so, um, they're in love. Um, okay. Um, Ellie feels overwhelmed when she's with Fraser is what she says. Yeah. Which... Like the could they have edited this in any in a way that made it less obvious who she was gonna pick? Right, she's fucking she keeps crying. Yeah. Um. And uh, then we have Becky and Adrian's last date. Yes. Um. They, they do body painting with clay. Yes, they cover each other in the in the. I thought it was mud. Whatever. Oh uh, yeah, it's like that. I don't know. Whatever the stuff you put on that a spa that's a clay mask or a mud mask. I don't know. And Becky says, it was pretty hot, actually. And then they show the most disgusting montage of Adrian rubbing mud into her hair and mud all over the face. <laughs> and um, then Jono turned to me when they were kissing and said, I wouldn't smooch you with mud on you. Oh, that's so mean. Yeah, but also, <laughs> that's okay. He won't <laughs> kiss me if I've got lip balm on. Certainly not going to like it if I've got mud on. He doesn't kiss you when you have lip balm on. No, because he doesn't like it. <laughs> Um. Yeah, that you know, I saw a tweet once, and it was like you can always tell um when a woman when a woman's husband is gonna cheat on her in a movie because she goes to bed and starts putting moisturizer on her hands, <laughs> and that's how you know. <laughs> I've got I've been putting moisturizer on my hands heaps because I got I got stress eczema on my hand <laughs> on one of my hands. Yeah, Danielle, you're the you're the uh, you're the underappreciated wife. Then I'm sorry oh, to no. tell you, but that's I've started putting on the like the different on my skin and so it's like that but then whenever I go to kiss Mark he's like oh your skin stinks <laughs> and I'm like oh no he's gonna cheat on me with his secretary <laughs> um just kidding he doesn't have one <laughs> um the key to a happy relationship girls just um make sure he does all his own admin that's funny I Is make Jono, Jono does all of my admin Oh, well that's well that's a step up right there. So that's good. Um I liked Steampunk said to Becky or said um I got used to going on little dates and seeing Becky. Oh, I'm in love with him now. What happened? You know what? He might be all right if he had a haircut. 
Like he might be all right. I okay. First of all, he doesn't need a haircut. No, I just think I just think the haircut makes him look like a fuck boy. Mark has that same haircut. Yeah, but I know Mark. <laughs> Mark doesn't put it into a plait. Yeah, it's well, when that... you see a plait on a man, it's it's becoming a red flag for us now. It's yes, it's because After I don't trust it. I don't trust it. We have PTSD. <laughs> fucking what the fuck's the cunt's name? Kieran. Kieran. Um, and Tim. And Tim, yeah. Tim less so, I have to say. I mean, he seems to be like the worst stirrer in the history of the world. Yeah, but I, you know, you know me, I'm a bit of a stirrer myself. He also abandoned Brittany. That part is the bad part, I think. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he was like, I love you, let's go home. And then he was like, Poose, why do men always do this? Anyway. um, Oh, that, and I was like, do women have do the women ever do that to the men on this show? And then I was like, Renee. And then I'm like, no, Matt broke up with Renee. He yeah. did the same thing. I was just trying to think of one where the woman had one foot out the door and the man didn't, but I can't. Can you? No, but also I don't know this show as well as you. That's true. I am an expert. Um <laughs> Anywho. And then, yeah, Becky says she knows chemistry isn't enough to maintain a relationship. But also, apparently having no chemistry with Pete is also not enough to maintain (laughs) a relationship. Oh, no. He says, Adrian says, I'm not scared to fall in love. And he says, I know I've got that good opportunity with you to find love and know love and feel it and enjoy life. I'm falling in love with you. Whereas Pete was saying... Pete was saying, I don't know, I, I can't really commit until I know that it's certain. Yeah. Yeah, no. we should have picked Steampunk, which is weird, weird, weird oh, to be going no. for Steampunk. Oh, we should have picked, we should have gone Steampunk. <laughs> Here we've been going against him all season. We were bigoted, Danielle. We were bigoted against the Steampunk community. Well, they've, they've, the, the, the people we've seen on this show have led us to believe the ones that look like fuckboys are fuckboys. Oh, no. Anyway, then after this date, Becky and Ellie have a chat and Becky's crying. She's a mess. She doesn't know what to do. And she's like, you know, I want to go with my head, but I want to go with my heart. And I sort of realise Becky's just doing fuck, marry, kill without the kill. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a thing. You can't even fuck the other one. I know. Oh, I'm now so I'm like, sad. They would have re- had so much sex. And Do you reckon Steampunk instead- would forgive her? You don't well, want to be I- second choice, but maybe. You know, if your chemistry is so strong. But that's the thing. I think... I think even hearing her say, I'm choose- I've am i got to choose between my head and my heart, knowing that you were the heart, yeah. I think would be a lot more comforting than yeah. just being like, I like the other person more. Because I don't think that's what she was doing. No, I think, I think she, she just was thinking didn't he's 26. Be, and... She just didn't want to be on national TV, choose the risky guy, get broken up with, and that would be so embarrassing because you have people like us sitting at home being like, don't pick him, pick the one yeah. The reliable one who's settled. And she just didn't... I think she did it because of she was worried about external Perception. pressure. Yeah. Oh, I well, feel so bad. This is our you. fault, Danielle. I know. She's probably listened to our podcast along the way. She probably did. Po- she's like, I don't want to disappoint Naomi and Danielle. I'm sorry, Becky. We've led you astray. 
Becky's fucking crying to Ellie. She's like, I don't know what to do. And Ellie says, you'll do the right thing. Well, she didn't. No. But that's the thing. Even, like, she could have she picked Adrian and it could have ended the same way. But at least she would have gotten more fucks out of it. Do you know what way I mean? They would have they would have passionate heaps. ones too, good ones. They would have had good, they would have partied. He would have made her laugh. Yeah. You know, rather than oh, what is Pete good for? That's the only reason we liked Pete is because we're like he seems nice and reliable and yeah. then he wasn't at all. No. So at he all. has fucking nothing. Yeah, I got really sad because then Becky went and obviously she she broke up with Adrian. I don't really have any oh, notes for that. I have so many notes. And then he, like, as I he's have walking notes. away, do you, do you want to say the notes and then I'll say what happened when he walked away? Because I have that so made me sad. Yeah, I've said, I, first of all, I start writing, how am I now Team Steampunk? I mean, we know <laughs> how it happens, but it's still astounding. Um, Becky starts crying she's talking and he's happy he's happy and then she starts crying and she's like i've got to you said that you like me because your gut was saying that it was right and i've got to go with my gut and my gut is saying so i've got to choose between my heart and my head and my gut is saying to go with my head and then you can see adrian is trying to keep a straight face but you can tell he's like oh well i wasn't expecting that and he's talking to her and his voice starts like breaking up yeah. And he's like, it's okay, it's okay. And he's like, give my best to your sister as well, which is so nice. Yeah. And then, and he's like, he's like, it's okay. And then he starts walking away and then under his breath, he's like, it's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. And then he's just like sitting there so heartbroken. Oh my God, I can't believe this. And then he says, and then he rubs his eyes and he goes, she's going to be happy. That's good. Come on, that, oh my God, I'm going to cry right now. Come on, my, what have you done to be steampunk? You know what? If he hadn't worn that hat, we would have been all right. Do you reckon it was just the hat? Maybe. I reckon it might have been just the hat. Maybe we would have got past the the fuckboy haircut had he not had the steampunk hat that set us off in the first place thinking he'd read the game. I think, I also think, um... He, remember he said to her, he's like, we don't have to, she's like, how many kids do you want? And he was like, we don't yeah. have to talk serious all the time. Yeah, but we would have be been fair, with that. I think if he was starting to fall for her and he was like really attracted to her and she's sitting down doing these formulaic things that you're supposed to do on The Bachelor and he just wants to fucking hang out with her, I can see saying that. Like that is something I would say to someone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I wouldn't be on The Bachelor, but that is something I would, and then he says, should have picked me. And honestly, I have to agree. Crazy. What an about turn. I can't believe it. Crazy All it took turn. was to find out that the other guy was a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it took. Oh, um, and then um, and then we see Becky choose Pete. And the whole time I'm just sitting there going, oh, fucking hell. Fuck. Yeah. Shit. I can't even remember if they said I love you. I have no idea, but Pete tells her how, like, now he doesn't have to worry about being hurt. And that's true, but clearly he's <laughs> still worried about that because then he broke up with her five days later. Yeah. Well, he might have just not liked her. Yeah, but then you've got to break up before that point. You can't... Exactly. You've got to do, like, you've got to do, like, a... You've got to leave before final two. You've got to leave before before Shannon. Even like Shannon would have been, Shannon would have loved to have gotten to the final two and then been sent home. 
Yeah. Maybe not loved it, but you know. <laughs> Would have loved all the time with Becky. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. For fuck's sake with this guy. Oh, I'm so mad. Anyway. I know. And then Ellie, obviously Ellie knows who she's going to pick. So she's like, I'm not going to humiliate one of these people. So then she goes and meets Joey at his apartment. apartment. I also think it will be hard because I think also she probably would definitely want to do this in the easiest possible way because they're also like, you know, a bit friends outside of this and know all the same people and, you know, yeah. you, you don't you don't want her to be awkward later on. It'll still be awkward, yeah. but not as bad, I think, maybe. Not as bad. Um, but, yeah. I mean, what did you think about this? Because I think Ellie somehow made this breakup way harder. Why? I just felt like it was just like... Um, just te- like all, just telling him all the great things they did together and how much she like loved spending time with him and then crying and crying and crying and then saying how much she's in love with Fraser and then like and then I felt like it made it so much harder than if it was like a, a little like a quick thing at the aisle. I think this was way harder and like rubbed it in more being like but I'm I'm I don't feel the way about you I didn't feel the way I was supposed to feel when you said you're falling in love with me Joe and oh Fraser I really like him so much like yeah, like so like, much more on paper you're perfect for me I just don't love you <laughs> I felt I was like oh Ellie cut this cut this out <laughs> Take a note, write it down and make try don't do that. You might be right about that. I think it's, her intentions were good to not yeah, her inten- get his her in- like hopes up. Her intentions were good, but I've done that at times too. I've been like, I need to talk to somebody about something and then I've gone to talk to them and made it way, way worse. <laughs> and that's exactly um, what happened. He, Joey says, It's alright and then Ellie says, My heart's elsewhere. Um and she just can't she cannot fucking handle breaking up with people. She has a very hard time doing it, which I understand. It sucks, but maybe don't go on a show where you have to break up with 20 people. Um, <laughs> uh, and Joey is, he says he's gutted, and he seems to be in shock um, at the end there. And But I love what they did. They did a split screen, double cam. I love that. The two, they go their separate ways, and the cameras follow both of them, and we see them both reacting in different rooms on a split screen. And Joey's just looking out. Onto the, looking out onto the horizon and Ellie's just crying her eyes out. Beautiful. Did you get distracted there, Danielle? Yeah, I could hear a bird outside your window. <laughs> I just watched your eyes glaze over and I was saying more words, but none of them made a difference to the look well, on your face. I'm sorry, but I could hear a bird outside your window <laughs> and it was like... Can you hear it? Oh yeah, I can hear it. Lovely. Yeah, it was really nice. Sorry, I was enjoying <laughs> the wildlife. Oh my god. Perhaps a spotted dove. Man, birds keep dying in my backyard. I got okay. Take do, pick. Make sure you pick them up because yesterday I was near Barclay Square and um there was a pigeon. Did I? I mm. sent this to the group chat. Yeah, Did you yeah. read it? Yeah, yeah and I it did. was all like, like, freaking out on the ground. And I thought it had like run into the windshield of a car. And I looked at it for a bit and, like, all its, like, joints and stuff were moving like it was okay. So I was like, oh, ah. it, it might just be in shock or something. So 
Um, I just picked it up and popped it like away from the road so that it could recover because I needed to go inside somewhere and I couldn't take a pigeon with me. Um, but also I was, I called Jono cause I was like, do I like, I made, I had to make sure it wasn't like, it seemed like all its body was moving properly and like it wasn't really hurt because if not, I knew I'd probably have to like kill it so that it wouldn't just die a slow, painful death. And also if you take a pigeon to a vet, the vet's putting a pigeon down. Yeah. The vet's not saving a pigeon. No. They, they don't, they don't save pigeons. Pigeons are not like a rare or native animal. They put the bird down. Yeah, I don't really think I don't it. think mine was that. This was like a week ago. Okay, um, it just I think it just fell out of the tree, maybe yeah. old age. Oh, I forgot to say because uh, everybody will just think you just found a pigeon. Um, they said the vets. Some people took a heap of these pigeons that were spasming to the vets, and apparently there's some poison in the area that a bunch yes. of pigeons have drank. Yes, but I don't so think I should have killed. I should have killed the pigeon. Is what? But oh god. Saying. But the, uh, the bird that died before that, I found, like, the side of my house is, like, a walk, like, an outdoor, like, walkway thing. And I found the bird on the ground, but just, like, blood splattered. Oh. I think a cat. I think there was a cat in my backyard or something. But that was horrifying, that one. Yeah. That was upsetting. Anyway. I, I told you about the rainbow lorikeet I found in my yard, too. I think I sent you a oh, photo, yeah. didn't I? Yeah. I picked it up and... Put it in the bin. I felt so well, sad. Well, apparently that's it. the right thing to do now. What? My mum was like, put it in the bin. And I was like, you told me not to put birds in the bin. She's like, nah, put the bird in the bin. So yeah, I don't, I don't want it stinking out the front yard. Yeah, yuck. Blowing the air in. Basically those feathers though. But anyway, um, yeah, Joey's, anyway, the, the point is before you got distracted by the bird, Danielle, okay, sorry. we saw the split screen of them afterwards and it was like live following them going their separate ways. And I yes. like that. It reminded me of the um, Richie Alex Nation chat on Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, about about an unnamed abortion. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know. Um. Anyway, uh, now that Ellie has done the dirty work, now she just gets to live happily ever after. Fraser rocks up to the little aisle thing, um, and she's so amped. She's so ready to fuck him, isn't she? Yeah, she's so ready to go. Um. And then it ends with them saying, I can really see myself falling in love with you. Yeah. So and, they're taking it a bit and slow. And then Fraser fine. says Ellie completes him. Wow. Wow, That's wow, wow. crazy. So we know they're still together. Um, Ellie is moving to Queensland. Wow. So happily ever after for them. Yeah, big, big time. Big time. Huge time. Unfortunately, Becky, no, no dice. Um, but... But, uh, but she's still friends with Adrian. But I'm guessing he's he does feel a little rejected because he got yeah. dumped. Oh, one hundred percent. And you'd be like, "What? Why didn't you go with your heart?" And you'd be a bit like, you know, like, "Yeah, see, you should have fucking chosen me." Because mm. look what happened. You thought I was a fuckboy, but no, it's always the the wolf in sheep's clothing. That's that's the thing, because he didn't actually do anything wrong. That's what is actually kind of sad, is that it's just perception. Yeah. And it's our perception. It's our fault. Yeah, we... All right, we're done with the podcast. We can't be judging everybody anymore, because we get it wrong. We can't do it it. We can't do it. I'm so mad at us. 
I'm just looking up reviews so we can end this so we can end this podcast on a high note. Even though even though we're fucked. I'm sorry. Oh, you know what I hate? You need the fucking app to see the Anyway. Should I read the Incompetech song? Yes, I think you okay. should. So the song this week is called Finding the Balance by Kevin MacLeod and Incompetech. And this is the song description for this song. The beginning is calm with the Middle Eastern dudek playing the me- melody. As the electronic elements melt into the dudek and the plucked strings, the groove is established. Just into the third minute, the melody changes to beautiful and touching, but returns to feel the intro. While a woman's voice sings a haunting melody in a distant language. This is music of wonder and is best an exposition music for a film about nature or a group of people struggling to survive. Sorry, that one was written very hard to read. <laughs> there was like one a the, question mark in the middle of it. One of the more um, straightforward of the... Yes, less like a bunch of gremlins are going through a night sky one time, then they find a mango and pluck some strings of a <laughs> viola. I don't know. That's usually what they are. This song is like a tuna watermelon sandwich. <laughs> um, okay, we have three new reviews. I can't Perfect. believe it. Um, one is from Taylor778. Very funny, Ooh. says the title. Should I read more? Yes. Okay. Thank you, Taylor. Like all reviews for this pod, this written review has been coerced. However, (laughs) the five stars are well-deserved. Such a funny podcast. Just like a conversation with friends, only funnier. And they sit through through Batchy so we don't have to. What a true blessing. And then some um, emojis to follow. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Guess what? There's another one here. Ooh. By Ninja and Smiley Face. Um, it, capital letters. Love y'all. My all-time favorite Kevin McLeod and Incompetech appreciation podcast. With two beautiful and hilarious hosts, Danielle and Naomi. I love you both to the moon and back. Thank you for this podcast. Please don't cancel it, Naomi. I love you, uwu. Well, now I won't cancel it. How about that? And then we have a third one from Smithy Div from the US of A. Ooh. Across the pond. And the title is Never Watch The Bachelor, Never Will. Um, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> I still tune in for every episode and have gone, even gone back to listen twice from the beginning. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, okay. I'm writing a pres- prescription right now. you got to get to the doctor. Um, my, how far we've come in so little time. Naomi and Danielle are outstanding. Um, sorry, that did say Danielle and Naomi, but. I read it Naomi and Danielle automatically, which is very funny to me. Um, and I've gotten into comedy so into so much more comedy from them, like Gamey Gamey Game and Auntie Donna. I hope this review keeps you both going for another week. Much love from Texas. Well, yeah, I think Auntie Donna actually owe us for the for the huge viewership that we've all the exposure that we've given them. You know what oh, I mean? They would be nowhere without us. They would be absolutely nowhere. They definitely wouldn't have a fucking six part Netflix. <laughs> show without us without our support yeah we did so much for them in the early days (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much those are actually really lovely reviews and barely bullied us at all yeah that was really nice but not enough mentions of how um i'm better than naomi (laughs) how what how how i'm i'm better than you i (laughs) like those ones are funny i like (laughs) those ones 
Those ones make me laugh. <laughs> oh, you like crimes? Oh, you like those ones, do you? Yeah, is that a crime? <laughs> I honestly, I if you read these reviews in succession, I come across like a gaslighting bitch. It's so funny. Yeah, because they're all like, Naomi's going to cancel the podcast. Please don't cancel the podcast. Please don't cancel it, Naomi. Please don't yell at me, Naomi. Everybody's terrified of you. Everybody in the world is even in even in real life people who don't listen to the podcast who know you are terrified of you. And I have to constantly say, don't worry Wait, about her. She's like life? she's like a chihuahua, okay? Who's scared of me in real life? She's a yap. She's a yap yap. Huh? All bark, no bite. All bark, no bite. That's I think so essentially funny. every open micer is terrified of you. Why? I bear no ill will to anyone. Naomi, would you say you're a warm person? I think so. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Some, do you know, I get, it's crazy to me. Some people will be like, oh, Naomi, you're so friendly. And then other people are like, oh, Naomi, you're such a cold-hearted bitch. <laughs> and I feel like I get that with a lot of facets of my personality. Different people think the absolute opposite of me, which just goes to show how much of an enigma I am. I'm a real, I'm a real life manic pixie dream girl. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> Every open mic, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> Good. <laughs> oh, a bit of a laugh. Anyway, um, good to end the podcast on a high note. I'm sorry, let's apo- I'd like to formally apologise to Becky for saying not to pick steampunk. Yes, we, we've led you astray, we're so sorry. That was us, um, and I hope that you can find happiness and I hope that you get to fuck Adrian sometime. One day. You He'll let it. ya. There's no way he's not going <laughs> to let ya. He'll let you? Yeah, uh, Danielle, we're looking for enthusiastic consent. Okay. No, but I mean, you know, he's not going to, I don't think he's going to be like against it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he'll be like, you know, he might not want to have a relationship after what happened, but I think he'll be, uh, as as Steampunk would say, DTF. That's what I think he would say. That's you're just making assumptions again. I know, I know, I can't box, help it. Danielle. I can't help it. That's what we he have looks to like. stop. But I, I, know. I honestly think we've learned a lesson to not tell anyone to go for the sensible option. Do you actually? And we have to carry that into the rest of this podcast. Whenever we see this again. <laughs> We have to say, you got to follow your heart because you might as well. Yeah, I've been doing disclaimers on nearly every horrible thing I've said this whole year. Yeah, but I think we should actually learn something. Okay. <laughs> okay, not on board with that, but show, show, show. <laughs> okay, it's time to wrap up the podcast now. <laughs> Enough of this nonsense talk. Mary's <laughs> gone crazy. Okay, lovely to see you. Um, we'll do an, uh, one more in real life podcast before I move because we, I know we can do an in real me. life podcast today, but we didn't because um, we were busy. It's easy to do this. Yeah. Anyway, we love you all. Uh, <sighs> goodbye. Love you. Bye. 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 Batch, batch, bitch. Batch, batch, bitch. Batch, batch, bitch. Bitch, 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 bitch
bitch, bitchy, 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 bitch, bitch, bitch. Bitch, bitchy, 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 bitch, bitch. A bitch, bitchy, 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 bitch, bitch. Bitch, bitchy, 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 Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.